Welcome to Illinois Family Spotlight, a conversation about issues of the day from a biblical perspective, as well as highlights from interviews, conferences, and events. Here's David Smith. Welcome to Illinois Family Spotlight. I am your host, David Smith, and today I am joined by IFA board member, chairman of the board actually, Richard Hardian who is a longtime friend, and today he's going to be co-hosting the podcast with me along with our daughters. Well, at least um, some of our daughters, right? That is correct. So we've got with us Eliana Hardian, Kenna Hardian, and Jenna Smith. Eliana is a high school senior, and the other two ladies have just graduated from homeschool High school. Can I say it that way? <laughs> yes, I think that's a good way to say it. It is also accurate. It is yeah, accurate. Totally. We we call our uh, what do we call our homeschool the Ardain School of Excellence. Ardain yeah. Academy of Excellence. It just has many names. And why Ardain? <laughs> Tell me that. You know, it was just an old company name, and it's it okay. comes from the roots of the spelling of our last name. Okay. So we just changed some words letters around. Fantastic. And what's the name of our academy, Jenna? Ours is Christ the King Home Academy. Oh, that's way oh. better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Christ the King. Puts our name to shame. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's right. Well, listen, today we wanted to talk to the three of you because not only are you um, graduates getting ready to go out into the world and make your mark upon it, um, but your, your homeschool products, <laughs> right? And we'd like to talk about your experience with home education and um, how that has influenced you and prepared you for the future. Is this, not, is this not a timely thing to talk about with public schools for the most part being brought home? And I think we should make it clear that what's been going on there is not actually homeschooling, right? So there is a big difference. But now you right, have right. many people. Because and of the COVID lockdowns. Because of the COVID lockdowns. And you have a lot of people going, hey, maybe I should look at homeschooling. That's right. And so, like, we want to give you an opportunity to hear from homeschoolers who've been homeschooled for most of their lives and what their experience is and uh, so that you can think about, is this right for your family? We'd like to encourage you to actually think that this is something that you want to do. And we're not going to uh, try to hide the fact that at Illinois Family Institute, uh, and an, a very an important new initiative that we're hitting is something called Public School Exit, where we're encouraging church leaders, Christian parents, and Christian grandparents to get their kids out of government schools. And we can talk at length about all the problems that are, are, are happening in government schools, but that's not the purpose of today's podcast we want to highlight the experience has been for these two families and these three ladies how about that what do you think are you up to it oh indubitably yes <laughs> <laughs> all right so you're already using college language <laughs> to show up i love it yes all right so so here's my first question and then i'll let rich go but considering your experience with home education what was the centrality of the Bible and Christian character in your homeschool experience? And let's start with Jenna. Well, I don't really remember a time where um, the Bible wasn't a part of my education, and not just my education, but my 
siblings education right we've always been um brought up in the nurture and admonition of the lord and that is one of the great things about homeschooling is the parents can bring their children up in the way they see fit and as christians we're told we're taught to um, train up a child in the way they should go and homeschooling is one of the best ways if not the best way to ensure that your child is properly indoctrinated (laughs) 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 properly indoctrinated eliana any thoughts uh i i totally agree with what jenna said i also know from our homeschooling experience growing up We've been taught to look at things through a biblical worldview and a Christian lens that allows us to uh, shape the way that we act and the way that we think and the way that we talk, which um, helps further our number one goal, which is building the kingdom of Christ. Amen. Amen. So good. How about you, Kenna? I agree with both Jenna and (laughs) Eliana. I mean, they said it. Being raised, you know, with all of our homework, and all of our schooling based off of scriptural principles, it really does shape how we look at the world. And I mean, even with the way the world's coming now, it's so important to be able to, as you're younger, to be trained with that biblical worldview, you know, Amen. to be properly equipped. To be exactly. equipped. Yeah. Could, it, could it have anything to do with the fact that we believe as serious Christians that Jesus is Lord of all, including math? Right, for sure. And, yeah. and right. <laughs> that, that, that also uh, ties into um, what Jesus says, which is render under Caesar, which is Caesar's, and the thing uh, that are gods, that are gods. And um, whose image are we made in? Mm. Right. Yeah. Do we have the image of Caesar on us, or do we have the image of God on us? That's right. So our, our families are the children who do we belong to. We belong to God. So we do not belong in government schools. We do not belong to Caesar. Ooh, throwing down the gauntlet early <laughs> here. No punches. No pulling punches. Right, but, but let's let's address something that I think a lot of people that are going to be listening to is is going on in their minds. Does that mean that homeschool has forsaken science and math and reading and literature? So, you know, can you guys speak to the idea? Did you have science classes? Did you have math classes? And then after you discuss that and so, kind of some of what what kind of classes you had were they ever in conflict with god's word right. jenna what well we did do um all of the basics reading writing and arithmetic um but one of the awesome things about homeschooling is you can dig into a subject more if you are interested in it you can pursue your passion in education so for me that's literature i get to read a ton of great classics i've gotten to read all of jane austen's novels i've gotten to um read arthur conan doyle i've gotten to read um don day and his divine comedy um c.s lewis absolutely Tolkien. yes <laughs> Tolkien. what you're saying is that you've had the freedom to pursue uh, other interests um yep including maybe christian biographies timeless yep. classics and and maybe even books that are considered today to be politically incorrect. No. Did it's true. Didn't I assign I, you 1984, George Orwell? You assigned me Brand New World by Adelis Huxley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a very eye-opening book, let me tell you. Um, but, yeah, I have gotten to read a bunch of politically incorrect books, such as almost all of the Dr. Seuss books. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. 
Uh oh. That's funny that we went there so quick. So quick. What about math and science? I can attest that we've definitely had to do math and science. <laughs> Lots of, of math course, and science. Right? <laughs> yeah. And one of the nice things about being homeschooled is you can take math and science courses. You can either have your parents, you know, head them up and find the curriculum and do them like you know themselves or you can join like a homeschool co-op where another parent is able to head up the curriculum and your parents can still be involved in making sure you know or an online course that's true mm -hmm. or like an online course like liberty university they actually allow you to do dual enrollment and or uh, an hslda also does a bunch of um high school courses so yeah. hslda so for those who yes. may not know is homeschool legal defense association now they're the attorneys that defend our right to homeschool throughout the United States and defend us based on the state's laws. And ironically, Illinois happens to be a very good state to be able to do homeschooling. It doesn't have many laws restricting what we do. And that's one of the great things about our lawmakers. One of the very few great things about our lawmakers. <laughs> that's right. But, so, but let's break down what you were just talking about, the different types of homeschooling because for the first part at least in our home in the smith home uh, of your growing up and your your brother um we were mostly really home-based education you know maybe four hours a day five hours maybe a day but that included piano right oh, yeah. piano oh, lessons yeah. right so i mean you you can get really good uh at piano um or an instrument uh if you're focused if you're focused on on that kind of a thing but there's different options so um for us it was mostly home based but we did do some um co-op type stuff when it came to labs and biology and i still remember dissecting a pre-born pig that's right oh, and yeah we had to dissect a pig too ellie named it wilbur oh my goodness <laughs> i did do that <laughs> or art classes what else did you guys do when, with other students yeah well our main out of home teacher was our piano teacher right and besides her there was our art teacher when we've we've taken multiple classes from her um, and we had uh, our biology teacher, right. which right. we did a couple and times. And she was a medical doctor, which yes. was interesting, right? And she, yeah, she was pretty fun to... Uh, yeah, she was great. Okay, so um, Eliana and Kenna, what was your experience like? You did more of a co-op, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And Okay, so tell me about that. We've uh, done co-ops co pretty much, I think, since we started. We started with like an extracurricular one, which kind of just let us, you know, do go someplace for a day and join with other homeschoolers and you know do PE and do like um, Spanish classes or performance classes or art classes just for the day. Hablas Espanol? Muy poquito. Dos pero calientes con todo. For goodness <laughs> sakes. I think somebody just ordered lunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite phrase. Go ahead. I'm just joking. Go ahead. Um, and then as we got older, we joined some other co-ops that basically let us do, you know, more classes. And so co-ops are basically where a group of homeschool families come together and different parents teach different subjects. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so Excellent. So you're using the best of each person yes. to right. educate. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I, I've had the privilege in the past of teaching a government class. 
I know one of my other board members um, who has uh, uh, taught government classes in her neck of the woods as well to a Christian co-op. And so um, having a medical doctor head up your biology dissection class, that's got to be pretty awesome, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Eliana, what, what about you? What, how's the experience been with you for you and the, the co-op? Like Kenna said, we've done co-ops basically most of our homeschooling experience. And I have found co-ops to be pretty pretty great because we're able to take a selection of classes. Um, and not, not all of them are, are strictly academic. Um, for example, this year I get to take a ground school class to learn how to get my pilot's license, my private pilot's license, which has been an amazing experience and one that I would never have. I hear that class has its ups and downs. (laughs) That was bad. (laughs) Grown. Grown. It's a a dad joke. But no, that's so cool that you're doing that and you're pursuing that. Mm -hmm. That's phenomenal. So like as a family, like one of the things that we've thought was really important in terms of education was math, Mm -hmm. right? Sure. And so girls, can you share like what your experience is with math and how it was organized and and get into the idea of like how many people we would have at our house at times (laughs) because of math Mm -hmm. and and how, who was your teacher and how was that structured? Not by name, but just how it was done. We, well, because one of the co-ops we did, they didn't actually have math that year. So we had to do it all during the summer. And so the next year, mom and dad were like, well, we need to really find a way to get math in during the year. So they hired someone who I think like actually teaches math for a living to, she was also a homeschool mom, to come over to our house one day during the week and teach math. And we had like at least 10 to 10 kids probably at the most coming over to our house for different grade levels. And she was a great teacher. She would organize it all. She would like make sure we knew different concepts and she would go over them we used a saxon math curriculum which is kind of like a joke among homeschoolers just because it's a hard (laughs) curriculum our math class evolved from having just math classes for each of us and our siblings and it it turned into a bigger thing that had all different age ranges and all different kinds of math and so we one day out of the week we would spend half the day having kids come through our house and out of our house taking math classes and yeah it, it was fun and it was it's a great experience wait a minute wait a minute aren't you guys supposed to be unsocialized <laughs> the great what, what 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 wait a minute you, you've got other people coming into your lives and back and forth and you've got other peers uh, who are homeschooled coming into your life? What's this about? <laughs> we have to be out of our house to other random social activities at least once a day. <laughs> and okay, I think, so I think you guys as uh, okay, fathers, this is Jenna now. I think you guys as fathers can attest to the fact that when we are in a social atmosphere, yes, um, it's hard to get us to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> and the nice thing about coming from a homeschool perspective is that we aren't just social with kids our age we have gotten the experience of being able to communicate with adults you and can relate to adults mm-hmm. and to younger kids exactly. and older kids mm-hmm. uh, yeah my my 86 year old piano teacher was one of my dearest friends absolutely mm-hmm. yeah so so you bring up another really good point here though in your talk uh, about the math 
is that you have flexibility on your scheduling to be able to do it. So you were able to do it during the summer, during one period, one, and you were able to do it during the week, during another, you know, various times in the week, during another part of the year. So the flexibility is there, isn't it? That's kind of important, especially when you have all these other social opportunities in front of you, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Go ahead, Eliana. So we were able to have flexibility within all of our different subjects. And uh, sometimes we'll do things on the weekend. And it's been very helpful to me because I am able to get a job within my neighborhood, homeschooling a kid in my neighborhood for That's awesome. their parents uh, in, the, in the mornings. That way I can shift some of my homework over to the night so that I can spend extra time doing homework at night or um, even on the weekends or spreading out a little bit longer during the summer so that I can get the chance for work and some things that most kids my age normally wouldn't have. Fantastic. So, go so ahead. through that, so basically, like, you're just graduating your junior year, and, you're, and so you're now a senior. But mm -hmm. So this last year, while you were homeschooled, and, and because of your homeschooling, you then had the ability to homeschool someone else's kids. Yes. And so, like, talk a little bit about that. Are you not learning a language and uh, maybe speak a little bit of that language? Well, yes, I'm actually, I've actually gotten the ability to learn some Russian by teaching them because that is their main household language. And That's so amazing. It, it's been, it's, it's been it's a fun lot of hearing fun. Ellie around the house. And so <laughs> when I'm over there about, I'd say maybe eight, 10 hours a week, I'm, I pick up on it a lot faster. And it's really aided me in learning my high school language, which has gone by really, really easy um, for me because I I hear it a lot. Sure. Also, probably my favorite part about getting to homeschool another kid is that I get to um, bring a Christian worldview into his life, Amen. and I get to share with him what I believe, which has been amazing. Fantastic. Well, let me ask you, um, we're going to take a break here in a minute, but... Um, and we can maybe talk about in the second half the myths, maybe dispelling some of the myths of homeschooling. But um, what part has technology played in your home education? So for the Smith home, um, I like incorporating uh, discipleship time and videos from some great speakers, whether they be from John Piper or Doug Wilson or Vody Bakum. Um, on, on these experts, right, uh, preaching and teaching the Word of God uh, is a regular part of our homeschool experience. And that's there because we have technology at our fingertips. So um, Jenna has been able to do homeschool legal defense classes, by the way. So um, how experienced are you with technology and how much of a blessing has it been or a hindrance to you on your... Um, home education tour i don't know what, what else we're <laughs> trying to think of another word journey journey journey, journey. Yes. that's it on your homeschool journey there you go kenna <laughs> how about you well i know for me it's enabled me to take some online dual enrollment classes through liberty university which has been a huge blessing as you know they're a bit harder classes and you go well, they're college level right 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 and so <laughs> <laughs> yep you you know, have to spend time studying. Although I would say it's also slightly hindrances. My books sometimes are online and that's harder to read, but 
You'd rather have a physical book in your hand. Oh, indubitably. <laughs> there you go again using that college language. She's actually talking about another myth that homeschoolers have a hard time yes. getting into college. Mm-hmm. And so Liberty University is is not a small school, right? And no, you, it's huge. you took classes there. And so you're in classes with, I would assume, just high schoolers or is it? No, there are some people who are working towards a degree in all my classes who have been in all my classes. So then you're you're in you're you're in a class where there are college age individuals. So you're taking the same class that a college student would take. Yeah, it would be the same classes as college students take. Okay, so cuz a lot of the myths that you hear is homeschoolers cannot get into college and the truth is many colleges across the country are actually searching out homeschoolers. I mean, even Harvard, who did that article about homeschoolers being locked up or whatever, they search for homeschoolers to be in their classes because homeschoolers generally do better. So let me, before we break now, just, Rich, you brought that out. That's a really good point. So why do you think maybe some colleges are looking for homeschoolers now instead of the products of government schools? Jenna? Because we are uh, individual thinkers. We can bring things to society. We have... um, Maybe critical thinkers? You know how to think critically? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I didn't necessarily want to use the word critical because that word has kind of been taken over by the left with critical race theory and (laughs) all of that. But we don't need to get into that. But you know what? You're just proving your point. You can think for yourself. Mm -hmm. Right? And that is the reason why colleges are searching out homeschoolers. And so if you're listening to this at home or in your car, rest assured that when you decide to homeschool your children, you're moving them into an opportunity where there's going to be colleges looking for your student. Right. Well, any other thoughts, Eliana, on this this topic? I agree with what Jenna said that we have been taught to be free thinkers. We don't have the same mob mentality that happens when you bring a bunch of kids together and tell them the same thing over and over and over again teach them how to think right exactly we've been taught what to think yeah Mm -hmm. we've what to think instead of how to think exactly before we go to that break we had asked a very important question and i would like the you three girls to answer it and we'll go kenna jenna and then eliana in all of your science classes and your math classes your literature classes um, in, in all of those classes, how many times have they contradicted God's word? Pretty much almost never, unless it's been like a secular source that's trying to, you know, put what they believe over what the Bible says. But That's a very good point. So a secular source. Okay. Thank you. Yes. I, mostly it would be secular sources. So, for example, sometimes um, my family would get all of these donations of books. Like somebody would just give, would be emptying their house and they'd, they'd have boxes and boxes of books that they're going to get rid of. And we're like, oh, well, we'll, we'll look through them and we'll, um, we'll see what we can take from you. And some of those books, like there could be like um, maybe a biology book or like a picture book about dinosaurs or something like that. And of course they would be saying, you know, like these animals roamed the earth over 50 million years ago or something like that. And that's the only type of, contrary and yeah. contrary to the bible yes. that i've ever experienced in my home education and usually those books are thrown out pretty quickly yeah. <laughs> I, I agree with what jenna said we yeah, had same. very similar experiences i'd also like to highlight the point however that it's not that we are against science or even what people 
believe in general we just look at the facts from a different viewpoint so we have the same facts we just interpret them differently than according say, to like a biblical world exactly through our biblical so we got lens. the right one yeah. <laughs> oh, totally most assuredly well it's also the definition of words but we can go into that oh, yeah. later because um, their definitions are different than ours yeah they're con they're controlling the dictionary uh, for example They've contorted them the theory of global warming or climate mm -hmm. change Ugh. is a theory and yet they are demanding conformity with with just a consensus of scientists so a consensus of scientists say it's this therefore we must all confer, uh, um, conform and kill all the flatulating cows and kill all the <laughs> flatulating cows oh that's a horrible thought that's a horrible especially for a guy that likes red no meat. more hamburgers well oh, i mean we'd exactly. have we'd have hamburgers for about two weeks and then <laughs> at least we'd still have Chick-fil-A. We would be sick Amen. of them. <laughs> we would get sick of them. So I guess it would take care of itself. All right. Well, with that said, I think you got the point. This has been fun. We are going to come back on part two here. Uh, Rich, I think we should uh, probably ask them some questions about the popular myths about homeschooling and what they think of it. I think that's a great idea. All right. We'll get back to that. Stay tuned. This is Illinois Family Spotlight. For more information about Illinois Family Spotlight, visit ifiaction.org. And to email questions and comments, do so at feedback at ifiaction.org.